you can't fix. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll, uh, you'll go instead. It's Jay and Adam. It's Previewed. It's Previewed's Fix It with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're our listener. Hello, listener. Hi, listeners. I'm not even going to call attention to it. I almost wanted to, and then I'm not. And don't count this as me calling attention to it, because I am not calling attention to it. This is episode number five. We're not numbering them, remember? We're not, but this is the fifth episode <laughs> that's actually, like, in a row. Yeah. So, yeah, it's truly a habit now. No one said no, so, <laughs> listeners, it is. Brian was like, we're not numbering episodes. It's just every episode is its own thing because it's its own thing. It's true. Producer Brian here. You may be thinking to yourself, but there's a number on my episode right now. That's because I do put numbers on the episode when I know that they're going to be airing, but for images and other stuff, I just leave it blank because we you know, don't know necessarily when they're going to air. But this one does have a number. That's just some behind-the-scenes stuff. But in the continuity, that it, the previewed <laughs> continuity, this is technically the fifth episode okay. that we've done. You just can't help yourself. I love continuity, Jay. <laughs> I love telling stories. And the giant meta story that is us, this is the fifth episode that we've done that is like you know actually published. If this is your first time tuning in to fix it, uh, I am Jay, and that is Adam. Hi. Uh, we are uh, two of uh, the only hosts. <laughs> we are two out of two hosts of the abject, straight up, rocketing to the moon, success, runaway train, outrageous, totally outrageous, fame making uh, YouTube reaction channel previewed. Uh, where we where people watch it, people like it when we cry at Luke Skywalker. That's about it. That's that's the elevator people, pitch. When we cry about Luke Skywalker, <laughs> when we cry about Ahsoka Tano, <laughs> when we cry about Max, the Squid Game, the Squid Game. <laughs> I'll never forgive you, Squid Game. I'll never forgive you, Squid Game. Uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> in a little break from uh, just straight up reacting to things, uh, this show, Adam and I, we take certain pieces of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe uh, could have been a little bit better, and we fix it. Uh, normally uh, on this show, uh, each of us uh, produce a pitch uh, for how we would want the uh, the movie or show to go, or, or the entire season of television that was Game of Thrones last week. <laughs> Yep. Um, uh, but today, uh, it's actually going to be a little bit different. Uh, we, we are uh, changing up the format just a little bit. Uh, we decided that at this show, we wanted the we wanted the format to meet the material, not the other way around. Yes. Uh, so today, uh, in our in a new format of Fix It, uh, we're calling this a tag team fix. Uh, Adam and I are going to be fixing in tandem uh, the the. <sighs> The mediocre at best. <laughs> One of the greatest cases of hubris that we've ever seen put to film. Yeah, it's not. It's and it's no one's fault who made the movie. It's no one's fault, but we're we are fixing the Hobbit trilogy. I don't blame Peter Jackson or anyone in the movie. I blame the studio. It's the studio's hubris. Yes, trilogy. The unexpected journey. The desolation of smog. No wait. Say it right. 
the desolation of Smeow. Smeow. Uh And the battle of, of five armies. There were five of them. One of them only showed up at the very end, so really it was like mostly four for most of it. It was like 4.5, yeah. It was like a four or four point like three two. I mean, I, and the eagles also showed up. So like, don't they kind of? Do count? the eagles count as an I army? I think the eagles kind of should have counted as an army. Well, considering how much damage they do, they wiped out one whole army. <laughs> yeah. So it should have been the battle of six armies. Yeah, or it should have been the eagles versus everybody else. <laughs> I'm telling you, if the eagles just decided to get off their roost and help out a brother, they the Lord of the Rings trilogy could have been done in a week. All of it could have been done in a, the Hobbit could have been done in a week. Easy. A, a, a pack of eagles? A flock of eagles? What is it? Is there any... V-Smaug? I never I read the, the eagles Civilarian, one. so I don't know, like, what's going on with them birds. But them birds, they gotta, they gotta get it together over there. Because they're always like, oh, we didn't want to get involved. It's like, what? why not? Why not? It's Clearly the... you have the ability to do all of the things. It's the end of the world. Are, you just, are, are, are eagles just like... they're? They're not, they're like chaotic neutral. I guess. They're just kind of like waiting to see how it plays out. They're like, well, we can be evil eagles or we can be good eagles. Let's just see who wins. <laughs> I mean, we prefer to not be eagle, uh, evil eagles, but like, but also like we, we could paint our feathers like rad colors and like be sure. really scary. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what do they got going on? Eagle stuff. <laughs> like, you know, hunting. And flying. Are they like? Are they like running some kind of like family store or something? They're like, man, I couldn't get coverage. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Derek got sick, and I, I had to work a double today. I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, you, Mordor. Yeah, let's get you there. Yep. Here no we go. Oh, oh, it's it's exploded. And the ring's been dropped in the. Oh, oh. Uh, maybe I should go pick up Frodo and oh, Sam. Man. Oh man. So, oops, guys. I'm so sorry. Oh, I ran out of gas, and I'm just kind of I'm kind of strapped for cash right now. I'm so sorry. I flew all the way from the Lonely Mountain, and boy, yeah. are my arms tired. Yeah, maybe the Eagles are just deadbeats. <laughs> <laughs> they could very well be. <laughs> okay, to answer your question, the five armies are men, dwarves, elves, and two orc armies. Now, for the eagles, that is a question that even Tolkien got himself. Uh, Tolkien would tell people to shut up. There is audio of that, and it's hilarious. However, they are also known as very proud animals, uh, so they wouldn't kind of just carry them on their back for that amount of time. They help them in tough situations, but not the whole way. That's the first one. The second one is that the fell beasts that the Nazgul fly uh, would take them down. Uh, and they didn't want that. So there's some uh, fun facts about The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and Tolkien's world. Well, before we go any further with this, uh, so, Jay, how are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, are, you know, are you okay? It's, we, we are, we're full-time content creators, and yes. it's, it's a dream come true. It's awesome. Uh, the peaches are incredible. They hold it down in a pretty major way. Uh, that being said, uh, there are days where uh, there are days where this just kind of feels like a job, and the past couple of days have just like kind of felt. I'm like ah, I don't know. I I haven't been sleeping well, but I'm okay. It's uh, I I uh. Did your mama tell you there'd be days like this? Yeah. Days like this, my mama said. No. Well, I'm, I'm glad you had foreknowledge that 
these days were coming up. Yeah, and I don't know, like, weirdly being, like, overtly negative in these, like, moments. But... Not necessarily negative. Uh, I have that corn song stuck in my head. It's corn! It's a big lumps of knob, he's got the juice! So that is, honest to God, that is, like, the single sail on my ship that is pushing wind right now. Really? You know, I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, just... It's a corn breeze <laughs> pushing this thing. <laughs> I love it now that I, I usually always get, like, the new meme song stuck in my head. Sure. And you have gotten to the point where, like, early on, you'd be like, oh, what's that? What are you singing? I'm like, oh, it's the Chrissy Wake Up song. And you're like, oh, neat. It's kind of the point now where you just, like, don't even... You're like, oh, is that what you're singing about corn? Oh, that's interesting. They showed me the uh, the meme, the TikTok. Against as well. Right before we did the thing, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. This, really? It's real he's got the jeans, he's got the jeans. Okay. Like, I love Schwomo. I love it when they were, uh, was it, songifying the news back in the day. But, uh, okay. Do you think we'll ever get big enough to get songified? No. But that'd be cool if we did. Also, aren't they in Brooklyn? Oh, we can go meet them. We can go find them. We'll find them. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, you, you already kind of songify our videos anyways. If no, anything, they'd have to songify me. Thank you, Amber Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? Actually, Jay, I am. I've been in a very contemplative mood the past couple weeks or so. It's been very weird. Contemplative? Yeah. About what? Us. Oh. Yeah. Are you quitting? N- no, no, not at all. <laughs> Been thinking a lot about us, Jay. Ah, uh, oh, man. But in the fact that I'd get it, I understand. I, I know me. I'd, I'd hate you forever, <laughs> but I don't understand. I would no, 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 no. I've been backstabbed enough in this business. I'm not gonna get this far and then be the slow knife you never saw coming. I'm not gonna tell you I'm cool, you, Jay. <laughs> Why does she keep coming back up? <laughs> she's the slow knife. She's been plotting. It's the slow knife, she, baby. Yeah, she go. She's ta- she's from the Drax <laughs> school of stabbing somebody. If I just yeah, stand still, don't. I just please, I disappear. Yeah, yeah. You can't see me. No, the thing is that now that we... Now I'm like really nervous about what you're about to say. Oh, not at all. I shouldn't, oh, you shouldn't okay. be nervous. Just that we now that the the uh, the machine's starting to move again, we did the crowd work. We got the podcast rolling. This is episode five. Like We're in, in the habit of making this stuff now. Mm-hmm. She-Hulk's rolling. Uh, we did, the, the House of the Dragon started up. Rings of Power start next week. Cobra Kai the week after. Like we, the, Everything starts in motion again. Because we've had you know, a little bit of a pause, a lot of, you know, doing a lot of behind-the-scenes work for about a month. Yeah. And now... The, the, we're moving downhill again where everything's moving. Everything is moving, but unlike uh, unlike previous times where lots of stuff was moving and I was slammed with all the editing, I never had a chance to think. It was just it wake, was wake survive. up, make stuff, edit the stuff, put the stuff out. Yeah, you pretty and, much had to like wake up, sharpen the end of a, of a stick, and just head out into the wilderness and just figure it out. Pretty much. Yeah. But now I have a hunting buddy who also wakes up every day, sharpening a stick, and I've actually been like, <laughs> go get him, Jay! I shall tend the garden a little bit here. So I've been able to do stuff, and we're doing stuff behind the scenes, of course, but like I've had time to actually think and actually look upon the kingdom that we've been growing the past... Well, I was kind of, you know, look at the light, everything the light touches no, is... I, no, 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 I, <laughs> Honest to God, I think that's a great way of putting it, but the minute you said it was like a kingdom, I was like... Oh, that's hubris. I was like, don't jinx us like that, dude. Like, nah. <laughs> just metaphor. Just metaphor. Don't, don't do that. Just being, a, just metaphorically speaking, just all of the things that we built 
in the past five years, like I've actually been able to, you know, work on stuff and make stuff, but also have the time to actually think about and like watch process, process everything. Yeah. And it's just been like, kind of like what you said earlier, like we love what we do. We're con- we're full-time content creators now. There yeah. are some days where this is actually a job. I had to watch, I had to watch three Hobbit movies against my will. <laughs> I, I skimmed them because I was, I was you'll, as you'll see later, I was doing something for note-taking purposes, I, yeah, but I skimmed I mean, them. I was doing other stuff as I was watching them. They were, there was background. It, that That's my version of skimming is that I'll just do something else while they're on and be like, oh, why is this happening? Hmm. No. Yeah, I just, 15 seconds, 15 seconds, 15 seconds. Oh, great. We're done. Oh, okay. 15 seconds. Wait a second. This is a battle scene. Oh, so you like, oh, you like, ah, four minutes. Okay. Well, I mean, it took me about an hour in each movie, but sure, like I but just kind of like was skipping through the timeline to make sure I got stuff. Oh yeah, I did like all nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is rough. <laughs> but the thing, I mean, I guess with the podcast coming out now and the past four weeks of it happening, and you know, people like really in, engaging with it and like talking to us on Discord about it, yeah. and uh, one of our um, one of our super peaches. Uh, uh, Commander Dara, who does the, who did the song for Jay's before uh, Jay's streams. Oh yeah, her and her brother, and did the Hustle Mando song, and did uh, Jesse's new song. Have oh, you heard that one? I yet? have not heard that one yet. Uh, we put we played it on uh, Mario Party Tuesday. Oh cool. Uh, but she commented that um, that she listened to us as she went to college. Oh. She drove to college for like six hours, and she listened to all of our podcasts on the way there, and it was great. And it was huh. like, It was just like I we started this whole thing off of a podcast. And then we, that podcast ended. We started doing YouTube, and now yeah. we're back to doing podcasts. And it's just like, and the podcast is doing really well. Yeah, it's doing great. As and I don't know podcasts. Thanks very for well. watching. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Tell your friends. It's this is it's growing. It's very nicely. Everyone seems to like really enjoy this. And I, I'm just, I'm not used to compound success. Does that make sense at all? No, I know, I know. Uh, you you yeah. There's been a couple of times the past couple of days where you've been like, hey, how's it going? What are you doing? And I'm like, how about you, like, I was like, I know what you're doing right now. And how about you just, like, play Horizon and chill for a sec? I ultimately did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything, but I was like, I was like, I think my silence is going to speak volumes to this. That I'm so not is that going- why you asked me to do torques? Oh, well, no. The other day, I did want TikToks. Oh, okay. And I was, sometimes when you're jonesing for it, I got to give you something to do. Because I, I do want... I, I yeah, like no, they're TikToks. good. But it's just like, I when after I read Commander Dara's comments, like, I'm going to college. And I was like, holy crap. Like, I have, I have been out of college now for 20 years. Yeah. I graduated in 02. Yeah. So the fact that I've, it's now, we've come full circle. And now people who are going to college like our stuff. And... Yeah. Commander Dare was probably not even bored when I got out of college. No. So it's just, and I've, you know, I've been doing, since I graduated college, even before, while I was in college, I was working towards some type of success in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Although I didn't exactly know what I was doing, but it No took, one does, dude. That's the thing. Oh, sure. We don't know what we're doing. We are learning as we go. <laughs> I mean, the, I don't know the, if you've the, noticed the, the cameras. Are, yeah. The camera setup has changed every video. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have figured and, that out. And the out. cameras have changed. We've <laughs> only had these cameras for a couple of episodes. Yeah. But it just, it truly struck me of just how far I slash we have come. This is, you know, depending on the day, I'm a couple of years older than you are, of just 
Yeah, uh, my, my age changes every time I wake up. Today I'm 68, and, oh, I, and I feel, feel every second of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you, I mean, I just, I know because you've been so busy editing all the podcasts and you're streaming and stuff, and I have been able to just sit back and, you know, kind of watch stuff and, you know, get some things in order and, like, you know, prepare for the future and the, yeah. the, those next projects we're working on. But I've also had time to just think and be like, man, we've really come a long way. Well, like yeah, we, like even when we were setting up these cameras, when Kimberly was like, you guys have so much tech now. We're like, yeah, we started on an iPhone 5 and a really, really bad lav mic. One that we would put on a little like stick. <laughs> that would hang, that would dangle just above frame. It was, it was the saddest boom. Yeah. The pe- saddest boom. <laughs> <laughs> and people were asking us, you're telling us to die in a fire. Yeah. And now... I mean, yesterday's episode of She-Hulk. And now everyone's just mad that we're putting uh, stuff on Patreon. People, <laughs> that's, I was going to say that. There, peop, we have gotten to a point where we're doing, we're doing well YouTube standards, like, but we, can be, we could be way bigger. Oh, yeah. Um, there's, a way, there's a lot of room to, for us to grow. But we find ourselves at a point we are, where we are big enough where there are people out there that are uh, assigning nefarious uh, intent to some of the decisions we're making, even though they don't have... Any of the information about what went into it, even though we are telling everybody exactly why we're doing things. We are two yokels. Yeah, we're two yokels. Like, and even though we're, you know, we're getting help from Brian. Thanks, Brian, for making these podcasts. Brian is producing the absolute crap out of these videos. Yeah. He really is doing an incredible job. Thank you. That's very kind. But I also want to pass it back to you and say that your great content makes it much easier to produce. And Grace is helping us with the, the edits where we need her. And yeah. we need her again very soon. And our mods are helping us with a community that we've built on Discord. But, like, it was the scene from yesterday's She-Hulk. Where, I hope you guys... Spoiler, if you haven't seen it from last week, I guess. Well, you guys are... This is yesterday, yesterday for us. A couple last week for you guys. Where Jen goes home and saves her family. And, like, they have... No clue. No clue as to what's going on. But they're so full of, like, good intentions. But it's just like... They mean well. They mean... But it's just like, they just don't... It's just not... And she's just like, uh I don't know if you noticed that part of our reaction, but I had a thousand yard stare and I saw you being like, when I was editing, you're just like, ha, ha, ha. like I, <laughs> I went, I went back to all of those family dinners after I started this crazy journey. And like, I know exactly where she's at right now. I've been there myself and it's taken all this time for everyone in my family to kind of get up to speed with what we were trying oh, see, to do. Yeah. You and I have had different, have had different, uh, you and I get two sides the two sides of that coin though. Yeah. Cuz I I think you have a lot of people, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you have a lot of people in like your family circle that like don't your parents obviously do, mm-hmm. but like there's a lot of people who fundamentally don't understand what you're doing. Well, they didn't. A lot of them have caught up. Well, yeah. Well, it's it's the age it's the age old now that we're making money, everyone goes, "Oh, that's legitimate." <laughs> oh. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, that's capitalism 101 for you. It's like, as soon as you're, it doesn't matter what you do, as long as you're making really good money, people yeah, As long as you care. can support yourself, then yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, 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 now I see. But on my side, on my side, uh, the majority of my family is really on board with me being a performer. Uh, but they're just like, hey, man, how's your, how are your dreams? How are your dreams going? Are they coming true yet? And I'm like, nah. And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm working on it. They're like, keep, keep working, bud. But like, oh, man. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Wow. There's a, lot, there's a lot of pressure. Sure. There's a lot of pressure. There was just a lot of not understanding uh, from my side of things. But 
I don't know. I don't think you noticed it because you don't read the comments as much as I do. But you know how we we mentioned I yesterday. The, oh, I, did you read yesterday's comments? I read a lot of. Com- I read comments. All the haikus. Yeah. Yes. Did you notice that my mom went through and yes. was liking all of them and telling people they did a good job? Yes. Do you know why I know knew that? Why? Because she was in my stream and she told me that's what she was doing. That's awesome. <laughs> that's the point I was making. My mom yeah, I know. went from like not understanding and a little concerned about what I was doing on this, you know, cra- chasing a crazy dream to like judging and like congratulating everyone's haikus <laughs> and then being there for Jay's stream. And it's just like, this is, this is, a, we've really gone so far. And we still have so far to go, but like... Well, she also told me she just shows up to hear me sing and then bails. She, <laughs> she does like it when you sing. Uh, but it's just like, this is... I mean, I don't take this for granted, and you guys are amazing, no. and I really appreciate, like, you know, all the support, and you guys being there and being on the end, all the on the in-jokes and stuff, but I just had time the past couple weeks to, like, really take it all in. To just Sometimes you have to, like... Sometimes you just have to take a minute and just look at, like... You've been in the Grand Canyon, right? No. Sometimes you just, like the amount of the amount of people that are there that are just silent because it's just like the part like uh, I knew a park ranger who had worked at at uh, Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. I was like, why did you stop working there? He's like, ah, I didn't the weather. He's like, but also I'm from New York. Like, how long can I live out there? Like, nah, he came back and he's like a park ranger here. Cool. But he was just like the amount of people that come and just stare. And I was like, really? And he was like, it's incredible. He's like, you just, sometimes in life, you just have to just sit there and appreciate it for something for what it is. Mm -hmm. And there's really not much you can say about it. And as much as I'm, as as much as I feel like crap today and I'm grumbly and I'm grumpy and I'm just BGB and all over the place. So much BGB all over the place. You don't get that reference. No one gets that reference. I'm dodging all your BGBs. Um, but like you know, this is a cool thing we get to do. Yeah, like it's we're, we we are very we are very lucky and very fortunate. So thank you, Peaches, for holding us down. We got re- I was not expecting to get this sappy today. I'm not mad about it. No, I actually wrote this down last night. Oh, you wrote you wrote words. I did write words. What did you write? Just oh, we gotta get feeling. We, oh, this is all what I just said. This is all okay. Here, here's why. All right, you got to start editing something else because no, because no, here's why. Back to the mind. No, 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 no. There's only no. one poet here. Back to the mind. No, I knew we were gonna talk about stuff, and I know you're gonna say we're gonna we have to do this. We do the segment like and we check in with each other and how we're doing, and how stuff's going on. And I was like, you know what? I really checked in with myself about what's been going on. And I realized I wanted to talk about this, Mm -hmm. but if I didn't write this down and order my thoughts, this would be not coherent and I'd be all over the place. And I needed this to be coherent because like, I appreciate it because this is a shade of you. We don't see very often. And this is a shade. I really like, I love deep dives into thinking about stuff. And especially now that I'm a little older or sometimes a little younger than you, like I have perspectives on things now. It's like, I'm really like you get to understand where things are coming from, where people are coming from, like how lucky we are in some respects and how unlucky we are in some respects. So yeah, I'm good. Cool, I'm good. man. <laughs> very appreciative. Love, me too, man. It's a, it's a, okay. Um, do you want to take a drink first and do you want me to get that taken? Yeah, take I don't know. Again? I've been thinking so much about taking this drink. I just, uh, whew, this coffee is getting me there, getting me there. 
I'm gonna take a nap after this and it's gonna be great. Oh, baby, a siesta, a little snooze. I'll be sober, not drinking booze, just napping, napping, oh yeah. I'm not gonna take a sip of my coffee, even though it's driving Adam insane. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> all right that's uh all right let's so the hobbit the hobbit the hobbit the hobbit an unexpected journey an unexpected journey an unexpected trilogy an unexpected trilogy an un and this is where it gets hairy because like i i wanted to say like an unwanted trilogy but like i don't know if that's necessarily true like every part of this movie or these three movies, rather. Sure. They, it all works. Like, there's nothing... They don't... They're not half-assing anything here. No. They're not, like... They take this really seriously. This is not anyone cashing a check. Yes, the production and the, the, the cast the, and crew. The cast yes, and the, crew. Yep. The, everyone here is trying to tell a cool story. Yes. And do rad stuff. Yes. And in, in a rad way. And there are rad things that happen in these movies. And like, and it's, and I think it's Peter Jackson, like trying to explore certain other characters that like he wanted to maybe get into from like the extended texts, like Radagast, stuff like that. Sure. But like, you know, Peter Jackson wasn't the first director on this movie, right? Wait, what? Yeah, he had to come in and save the production. I did not know that. Brian, am I right about that? Can you, can you back me up on that one? You are correct, Adam. Guillermo del Toro, who has a writing credit on this because he helped with the screenplays, was originally supposed to direct these movies. He dropped out because of all of the delays from the studio and a lot of lawsuits they had going. However, Jackson took over because if they found another director, it would have set them back another year because the screenplays weren't done, the storyboards weren't complete, so Jackson took over and directed them. Yeah, I think for the most part, like someone else was in line to helmet and they decided not to do it and then they needed somebody and so they like the production company was like hey you guys got you know the studio's like peter jackson beep 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 please direct this trilogy yeah because like i think the thing was the lord of the rings trilogy was so good it's probably one of the it's probably the best trilogy in movie history Yes. Cinema history. I, I would, uh, yeah, it is. I mean, for opinion. personal taste, it's probably a lot of people's top five, but just from a, just a, from a purely uh, cinema standpoint, all of, all of the things, all the departments, it's, everything it's, that they achieved in those movies yeah. is truly incredible. They, like, well, they won Oscars for it. There's no, I mean, yeah, there's so, very few movie, for, like movie trilogies are that like thematically and artistically consistent. Yeah. Like it's like everyone on that team knew exactly what they were making the mm. entire time. Well, because they worked for years beforehand in pre-production and shot the whole thing in 18 months or yeah. so. And then did some reshoots and then they nailed it. They nailed it. They nailed it. And then the studio is like, well, we made a crap ton of money off this trilogy. Yeah. There are there are more books. There is more stuff here. We can make more money. What's the next best thing besides Lord of the Rings? It's The Hobbit, the book that precedes everything. Well, let's make that. Okay. Which frustrates me because I like The Hobbit more than I like Lord of the Rings. The, I like just, the book? I just, the story itself? I love The Hobbit. 
It's an incredible book. It's the book that started everything. Yeah. It's, it's a children's book. I would say it's, I wouldn't say it's a chill, I would say a young adult book. Like a Harry Potter say. year one or two book? Sure. Before he starts getting a little angsty and older? I don't know, I mean, they kill a bunch of goblins in this book, like, it's not, you know. Yeah, I mean, in the movie they did, I mean, I'm sure they, they killed him in the book too, but I, I mean, I don't remember the book that well, but I remember the plot points, but, and also I remember the movie from the late 70s that was like, animated, oh, yeah. and just kind of, man, I was like, ooh, what? It yeah. was really they dark condensed too. everything into like ninety minutes. They got through everything in ninety minutes. Uh, I think it was a. Li- I thought it was a two VHS, if I remember. Oh, was it? I think so. Oh, I don't. I don't remember it too much. But it was. But, but they got cl- through everything. Yeah, they but got they, through everything. They clipped, for yeah. sure. I just think that this trilogy is a victim of the Lord of the Rings success and people having expectations of what the Lord of the Rings is, or maybe the studio having expectations of what the Lord of the Rings is. Like, oh, we're going to do more uh, Lord of the Rings or um, yeah, Middle Earth type stories? Well, it needs to be a trilogy. And every yeah. movie has to be a certain, long length, a certain because length because the, people will sit through that much. Because the Lord of the Rings trilogy was a certain length. Plus, then we have the extended editions. Like, each movie was like four hours, and people love that stuff. So, like, these movies have to be crammed full of Middle Earth awesomeness. Yeah. And The Hobbit does not actually support smaller, that type of story. It's a smaller story. It's a very much smaller story. And they crammed, so they did not have three, two and a half hour movies. No, at all when it came to the story of the Hobbit. It really, but it's frustrating because you can see the you can see the the higher ups and the powers that be being like, you need to cram these movies with that good good like the yes. you, got, you got to give them the goods. And to these movies, like these movies credit. They do. They do. I mean, they, like the Battle of Five Armies is is much like you know it looks good. The action is decent. It's, like yeah, it, they, those it's armies pretty epic. smash together. Think Legolas doing Legolas stuff. Like it's the barrel cool. scene is fun. It's fun. It's very dynamic. Things are going on. Like it's like, amazing. It's uh, it's te- an incredible sequence. Whether or not you like, whether or not it fits or is good, sure. that's a different question. Mm-hmm. But like, it's I was like. Just the core, or them escaping from the goblins. I yeah. was like, the choreography on this alone is insane. It's nuts. It's it's nuts. And they go there. They, and they really do. But the movie's so bloated. Yeah. It's because there's not. It didn't need to be so much stuff, and they they really. I felt like the studio was really like hammering Peter Jackson to be like, you need to make sure this is a true, actual prequel to every aspect of the Lord, Lord of the, the Rings, Rings trilogy. And not just how Bilbo ends up with the ring. No. It yeah, has it, to tie in with all the other things. And I was like, no, man, this story really is kind of like how Bilbo got that ring. And Flash it's also forward told 60 from years. Bilbo's perspective. Like actually, it is like a first. It is it is more of a like first person account yeah. than anything. Like it is, yeah. It it just frustrates me because at watching these movies for the first time. Because of course, look, I went and saw all of them in the theaters. Oh sure, of yeah. course I, I did, did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I did. I was bored out of my mind most of them. Um, but. They made me as someone who, like, I read The Hobbit first. Like, that was, and it's still to this day one of my favorite books. I love The Hobbit. Uh, but the problem, like, 
the problem with the movies and the added stuff they added, even though it's directed well and like art designed well, and like they're hitting all the marks. Sure. I, I, as a viewer, went, wait, what's that in The Hobbit? Wait. Who's Radagast? Why are all these, who are some of these, was this, were these orcs in here? Do I, it made me start, am I misremembering The Hobbit? And then it like got into my head and I was like, and I read it again after that. Oh, did you? Oh, I needed to because I was like, clearly I missed something. Because the last time I read The Hobbit was like high school. Because yeah. I didn't read Lord of the Rings until college. Sure, yeah. And it was like, oh, no, none of this isn't... Oh. Nope. Oh, yeah, I forgot that I read The Hobbit in an afternoon, sophomore year of high school. <laughs> like, you can read The Hobbit in six hours if you're a fast reader. Yeah. It's nuts. It is nuts. They, they, It's just... It, they were a victim of the success. The studio... Probably was just kind of like, well, give us that money, fill this movie, fill these movies up with stuff, and like these it, to a, to the disservice of the story being told. Not to mention that there was well, to uh, just to play devil's advocate, sure, because we we have been talked about how people have been painting us like that we have some big plan about making all this money on Patreon. So let's just there, say okay, good. let's let's move into like let's just sure. take like an s like let's just take a altruistic view on it for a sec. Okay. You've got a lot of these producers who probably are new to this company, maybe Possibly. since the Lord of the Rings, or people who worked on the original Lord of the Rings who are just so excited to be back. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, well, if we add all this other stuff, then we can make, like, we can, this is all canon inside the Similarian. Like, this is all stuff we like. They may have just gotten too excited about stuff. Possibly. And well, just been like, hmm. oh, the, wouldn't that be cool if, like, wouldn't that be cool if they rode the barrels down? Wouldn't that be cool if, like, uh, like the wolves chased him, like Radagast, while he has all those rabbits? Wouldn't it be cool if he fell through the ice to die? Like, they fought on the ice like that? Wouldn't that be so neat? Like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah. What if I smashed all these action figures together? Isn't that cool? Yeah. Isn't that so cool? It's if, like, pretty neat. Like, this dude does cool stuff. What if the, yeah, what if they, we made, they made a giant... A dwarf gold statue and splooshed it all over. <laughs> uh, that was pretty. Pretty good. It's pretty good. That's the thing is that all this works on paper, but then suddenly you watch the movie, and you're like, "Why don't I care about any of this? Why don't I care? Why don't I care about any of this? Because it's all pretty good." Well, I mean, I think this might be a good point. Hey, Brian, could you give us a brief, quick rundown of how well the Lord of the Rings trilogy did? And versus. then versus the Hobbit trilogy, because, okay, we'll know how much, they, what the numbers and figures they were looking at. Like, okay, well, if we do more of this, then hey, hey. Ho, ho. <laughs> These movie bean facts got to go. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. These movie fun fact movie knowledge needs to go. I was not a cheerleader, Jay. Thank you, gentlemen. That is a lot to cover, so this is going to be a long bean fun facts. So, this week we are trying to fix the Hobbit trilogy. That includes an unexpected journey, the desolation of Smaug, and of course the Battle of the Five Armies. These movies came out in 2012, 2013, and 2014. They are directed by Peter Jackson and star Martin Freeman, Ian McKellen, Richard Armitage, Benedict Cumberbatch, and a whole lot of other people. Box office-wise, the Hobbit trilogy made around 2.93 
billion dollars. The first one made just over a billion dollars. The second one made just under a billion dollars. And then the third one made a little bit more than the second one, but it was still under a billion dollars. And then, of course, these movies in the U.S. and Canada, if we're just talking about U.S. and Canada box office, it actually made less money each time a movie came out. On Rotten Tomatoes, these movies have a 64%, a 74%, and a 59%. And then these movies at the Academy Awards had seven nominations and no wins. Okay, now let's talk the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which made $2.99 billion worldwide overall for all three movies. Individually, the first one made almost $900 million, the second one made $900 million and a half, and the third one made over a billion dollars. On Rotten Tomatoes, if you care, they rank a 91%, a 95%, and a 93%. At the Academy Awards, all three movies collectively were nominated for 30 Oscars. They won 17, both a record for a trilogy. The Return of the King, which won Best Picture, was nominated for 11 and won all 11. That is the most Oscars won and the most Oscars ever swept in a night. It ties Titanic and Ben-Hur as most Oscars won for one movie. It's also only the second sequel to ever win Best Picture, the first one being the Godfather Part 2. So overall, the Lord of the Rings movies are more prestigious than the Hobbit movies. They're more critically acclaimed. They were an Oscars darling. But the Lord of the Rings movies only made a little bit more money than the Hobbit movies. With inflation, the Hobbit movies probably should have made more. Take what you will from that, but there's a reason that we're fixing them today. Some other fun facts, the animated Hobbit from 1977 is only 78 minutes, and the Lord of the Rings animated from 1978 is 133 minutes. Three other things before we throw it back to the guys. Thank you so much for spending this much time with me. One, if you've never watched Benedict Cumberbatch's motion capture sessions on YouTube, do it for Smaug. It's uh, pretty amazing to watch. Two, Topher Grace, actually, yes, Topher Grace, cut together a two-hour version of The Hobbit while he was filming Black Klansman because he played David Duke and this was something he did to kind of clear his head after playing that character. And lastly, uh, we're going to need a sound effect for a tag team fix because it beckons one. It calls for one. Anyway, that's all I have. Back to you, gentlemen. Brian, thanks for that beautiful, uh, beautiful fun fact footage. The beautiful bean fun fact footage. There you go. You don't, you don't like how I kind of kicked it to Brian, did you? Because you didn't ask him for his beautiful bean fun fact footage. No, I just asked him for some knowledge backup. Do you know? Do you know how I uh, how I've started thinking about it in my head? Okay, oh, um, he's I've... got a beautiful bean. That bra- that big old brain of his. Mm-hmm. That big old that big old plosky noggin. Sure. Got a whole bunch of gray matter up in there. Uh huh. Giving us all damn fun facts. <laughs> 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 the one thing I can act- actually say, like as a positive note from this trilogy, is yeah. the one thing this trilogy gave us was that everyone now says "smog" the same way. Smaug. You can't say it any other way. Smaug. You have to you draw it out. No, doesn't just smog. Who's on that mountain? It's smog. <laughs> 
it's McQueen. <laughs> the smell. Yeah. All right. I think we built, I think we talked about the overall okay, stuff let's, enough. Let's talk about how we're gonna fix it. Oh, so how this tag how team fix. how before we do. The, yes. The how. Okay. Well, just because we're changing the format. We changed so, like, the let's format. Run, let's do a rundown. Okay. So over the past couple of days, what I have done is I went through and skimmed through all three movies, and on a spreadsheet, I timed out every scene in a, each movie. Mm-hmm. So like, just so we know, like, to, some of the major plot points, but also like, for example, the unexpected journey. The first movie is two hours and forty nine minutes long. That's including the credits. The opening flashback sequence is close to seven minutes. Then Frodo shows up. That's three minutes. Gandalf arrives and talks to Bilbo. That's three minutes. And so on through the story. Like, the dwarves show up, and that's yeah. about ten minutes. And then just I, we just go through the movie of, like, what the major thing is happening in the movie and how we long that scene is. We spend a half hour of all of the dwarves showing up, having dinner, and then singing a big old song. Uh, yeah, there's about 12... Yeah, there's, like, 25 minutes worth of the dwarves arriving... And then all the backstory and the singing and stuff. Oh man, you could five minute montage that. Anyway, sorry, but that's, I'm, I'm but getting that's, ahead of myself. But sorry. that's how we that's how I broke down each movie. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna do this three different ways. Three different ways. The first fix we're gonna tag team. The first fix we're gonna tag team. I'm just hyping you up. Come on. Okay, we're, we're gonna fix this trilogy and still keep it a trilogy. We're gonna We're gonna keep it three movies, baby! We're just going to make it a lot smoother and cleaner. The second fix, we're going to take these three movies and we're going to make them two movies. Skirt, skirt, two movies. And that's probably going to be the preferred <laughs> answer to everything. I think I think so, yeah. But then we're going to go one further, Jay. Oh, what you going to do? We're going to take all three of these movies and we're going to make them one movie. Oh, yeah, we're going to cram them into one movie, baby. Yeah. Okay, let's fix it! <laughs> fix it! Okay. 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 So, let's start with The Unexpected Journey. It's almost three hours. Yes, we're in three movies. We're in three we're, this movie This is the three-movie fix. I think the goal... I think the goal of a three-movie fix mm-hmm. is make each one of these movies... T- Eat all of them roughly two hours. Yes, totally agree. Because if a, I'm looking at lean, these times, a lean two hours, the movie clips, we can just make it go. Like, why is Desolation of Smog three hours? It's close to three hours. No, it's th- you have it here. I know three hours and six minutes. Yeah, that's bananas. Yeah, the credits started at like I think it was like two fifty eight. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if we can, we can make each of these movies, and pro- and also the third one's probably gonna be the shortest. About two hours. Yeah. Keep a lot of the stuff, but just keep things. Because that's the problem with most of these movies is they felt like a lot of the stuff was used just to fill out time. There's a lot of like cinematic, cool, sweeping shots. And also like shots where actors are like really reacting to each other. And like looking forlornly into the camera, or just over camera. And I was like, oh, this is intense. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, am I going to use this ring? I don't Oh, I don't know. Like it's, they're good shots. But they hold so long that, like, yeah. the momentum of the movie it really grinds to a halt. 100%. So we can probably keep a lot of the stuff in the trilogy and just trim back some scenes, some stuff, and keep this movie going. If Okay, so we're looking at Unexpected Journey. Yes. We're saying it's about roughly 45 minutes too long. Yes, roughly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, 
let's just talk about in this first movie, like the big, the big moments. Like obviously, Gollum. That Gollum sequence, we're not changing anything. Oh no, 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 not at all. That's like the major point of the movie. I think we can Radagast side stories about five minutes. Radagast, here's the thing. Great, it's awesome. It's got go. Well, Gandalf leaves this story multiple times, so the dwarves and Bilbo are kind of on their own dealing with the thing multiple times in the story. Yes. So I'm assuming that they just needed some type of reason in the movies to be like, well, where the heck does Gandalf go? That he's just leaving everybody. So they needed to, like, they felt like they needed to show, like, where Gandalf was going to deal with Gold Durham or whatever it was called. To, to like, oh, but Sauron's showing up. Like, we all know Sauron's about to show up. We don't need a side story of Gandalf talking like, to everybody, Galadriel and the other guy and Agent Smith and like are, talking and, about stuff. And, and Sauron, the thing is, is that like, Sauron. as we're going through all of that and seeing all of that play out in my head, I was like, it's so cool seeing everybody again. Yes. I don't care. Yes. I'm glad to be back in Middle Earth, but that feeling goes away quickly. I'm glad they got all these big name actors mm -hmm. to really give a crap about this. Yeah. But wow, I as an audience don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, it could literally just be Gandalf being, like, he could just be like, I need to go meditate in the woods to keep my magic powers. And be like, great. I gotta go check on something wizardly. Yeah. If anything... Gee, oh, I just had a realization. Do you know what it is? What is it? Especially in, in when it comes to The Hobbit in particular. Mm -hmm. Gandalf, to me, is like Willy Wonka. Oh. In that the more you explain him, the less I like it. Really? It's the kind of thing where I think you can have Gandalf going away in these movies mm -hmm. and him just being cheeky about it and then never explain it. That's fine. I mean, it wasn't explained in the book and everything it was It wasn't fine. explained in the book. And we're all like, oh, Gandalf doing Gandalf things. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Maybe he's like checking in with his girlfriend or something. Like, who knows? We don't know how the AR work. Who I believe cares? it's how it's right? He's a, the Maiar. I mean, he falls off the bridge in the... In the, the, yeah. in the uh, Fellowship, and then like fights a Balrog in, the, in two towers, and it's like I, I, now I'm I'm Gandalf the White. Wow, I'm Gandalf the White, guys. It's just, just look to the east, all right. Just look to the east in six days. Shut your mouth. I'm it's gonna, my I'm least do favorite stuff. thing about uh, the Similarian and like the extended uh, Lord of the Rings universe. They explain like the Maiar and the the that Gandalf that, can't that just gods. be a, Gandalf just can't be a man. Like he the like wizards are, the yeah, wizards have to be like gods. I'm like why? Like why can't they just be dudes? Why can't we just have like a like? Why can't just certain like cities be wizard cities? And like, why can't there be more magic in the world? Sure. Like, I don't know. All right, I'm, we're getting off track. So we're, okay. So let's focus in on the first movie here, real quick. So I think right from the beginning, we should cut the opening flashback of how the dwarves lost their mountain and everyone who died and uh, Thor and Oakenshield. I think all of that stuff goes. I mm, okay. And here's why I think we tell that flashback stuff periodically throughout the movie oh we okay. cut that from the beginning and we just bilbo that gives the end. dwarves something to do as we go yes like just when they're when they're camping before like the before the trolls attack yes that's what they're telling yes because remember of. in a in the movie we need backstory for all these 12 different dwarves when we need to give them something to do something to do but in the book it's like hey this is what happened. The orcs attacked, and Smaug and Smaug moved in. We lost our city. Dale was destroyed, and now we're on our own. We're homeless. We're trying to get our home back. Great. That's all we really needed in the book. But the movie is like, yeah, you gotta tell not to. The movie need to tell a little bit more. But also, the movie, a Lord of the Rings movie, 
after the Lord of the Rings trilogy, you got to come up with a little bit more knowledge because people are hungry for that lore. Yeah. People love this lore. So I think we just get rid of the opening flashback. It's it's Bilbo in the beginning, right in the book. Frodo shows up. That's great. You got That's it, guys. Great. You got to have it. Like it just it, it gives a little context to the, the, the framing of the story, and then we're and then Gandalf shows up, and we're just and we just go. And I think they play that perfectly. Like I think it, like Elijah Wood's like, hey, and it's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm gonna go check out. I'm gonna go see what Sam's doing. Okay. Bye. That's it. That's all you need. That's perfect. And then Gandalf shows up and he's like, hey, expect some visitors. And then dwarves show up. And it doesn't take 25 minutes. The dwarves show up. Montage. We, I'm, we're montage talking, okay, it. So the dwarves arrive and the dinner backstory and singing. It's You have it here at tw- of 20. The dwarves arrive for 10 minutes, roughly. And the dinner backstory and, and singing and all that is like about 12 minutes. Yeah. I think we can cut down the dwarves arriving to a... One minute montage, max. Sure. So we're saving our. So we're cutting. We're cutting ten minutes there. Yeah. And then uh, all of them like having dinner and figuring out what's going on and the and, contract and Gan and Gandalf like explaining everything. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, I I could still keep that like maybe an eight minute scene. Sure. Give or take, mm-hmm. not to get like lost in the numbers of sure. it. Sure. But like, but we're, you know, we're cutting down time here. I think we can do that sequence in half the time. Absolutely. So we've cut, let's say we've cut 11 minutes. Sure. And then if we're cut and if we're the, the opening flashback, we're going to be using in other places. Yep. That time is still like there. It's kind just, of. it's we, just spread out could, differently. And we can trim it down because yeah. there's, there's, we don't need to keep going because they keep going back to it. Yes. Like Thorin's dad was killed by this one orc. Thor, you know, his shield was lost. That's why he grabbed the, the, the trees. Now he's why he's the oak and shield. Like you can trim this story way down. And it's like, these are the major plot points we need to know about them losing the mountain. Who's Thorin, who's Thorin is and the people around him. And like Bilbo in the, in the movie, Bilbo leaves the shire at 40 minutes into the movie, which is that's, that's way, that's way too long for the end of the first act for this. So like Bilbo needs to leave like, 25 minutes like we should be about 25 minutes about 25 minutes into the movie bilbo was like oh i I slept i really want to go i'm leaving everybody i'm going on an adventure like that part was great he shows up gandalf is a thing like great and and we are gandalf like accepts him in like here's the contract great you're part of the company now you are burglar and we go the next scene is then them traveling camping and there's more backstory yeah it's almost 10 minutes long that part's gone we can we can use a little bit of the backstory here, but it should be no more than like four minutes. Yeah, just just a little bit more of the backstory. In this in these in this like three movie fix, are we keeping this orc? No. Okay, the orcs are done. The orcs are gone because they're not in the book. They're not in the book. They're just not in the book. The only reason they're in the movie is to give Thorin a bad guy to die against at the end. Give Thorin a bad guy to die against. Make that fight. Which which I understand the reasoning but it also it allows the what's going on with the dwarves to tie in with what's going on with gandalf and radagast and all of them with sauron coming back yes yeah and we don't need that we don't need it it's just the dwarves trying to get their mountain back 
from Smaugi. And then the, the fallout of that with everyone like, oh, this strate- like they said in the movie, there's a, this is a strategic, a strategic point now. Plus, all the riches in that mountain could change the economy of all of Middle Earth. Like, yeah. this is a it's a big deal. Smaug is dead. So people are going to be interested in figuring out what happens here, both good and bad. Yeah. That point, that part makes sense. But we don't need to see the orcs going through all, you know, chasing them for two movies to get to that point. Because it just adds time and it doesn't, because the, the battle at the end, we can just kind of skip to the end real quick. The orcs attack after they get out of the, uh, the Goblin Mountain. That's like 20 minutes. It's a 17 minute scene yeah, of them necessary. getting out of the mountain. Bilbo coming back is like, I got this ring, but he's lying about it to everybody. And then like, then the orcs attack and then they're on the tree. The eagles show up. That's 17 minutes that we don't need. Yeah. I mean, if anything, if you wanted to extend them escaping from Goblin Mountain just a little bit more. That should have been that. To give them more. Yes. Like, th- that was the good. That was good. That's your, that's your action scene at the end of the movie. Yes. And then, the like, literally, you see them, like, pour out of the mountain. Yes. The eagle, like, they're just, like, on a cliff, and they're just like, oh, and you just see the eagle swoop in. Sure, we can keep the eagles Roll there. Roll credits. Roll credits as they fly towards, you know, towards the, the, the mountain. Because we didn't need... <laughs> We you didn't cut, need yeah, that stuff. You cut, you cut, you expedite the the leaving and cut the orc storyline and the the all of the all of the Gandalf side stuff. Yeah, you're Gucci. Because then after after they so after that we get Radagast. That part's gone. Then there's more backstory between the dwarves and the elves and the trolls. Yeah. So that like the the dwarves and the elves that backstory can be told when they get to Rivendell. Oh, we don't like elves because. Yes. Back in the day, they didn't. They refused to help because us. Because a lot of it could just be them. I mean, granted, you know, I know a lot of I know a lot of Middle Earth storylines involved just people walking places, mm-hmm. but it would give Bilbo the ability to, like, have conversations with all of these dwarves, and we get to know them as we're going. Yes, that's perfect. Like, because that's the whole. He, it's, if he, anything, it's the joke of like, man, they had the, there's so much walking in this world. It's like, yeah, use that, use those times for exposition. Bilbo can be our audience surrogate. Hundred percent. He can be the one asking these dwarves questions about stuff. Absolutely. Why are you? Why are you guys you nervous about use... going to Rivendale? Oh well, because the, the elves didn't help us out back in the day. And if you want to use like the flashbacks, that's fine. Sure. But that's have Bibble ask those questions to, to then elicit the flashback. Don't just give us the flashback. Like in that, because the thing is, is like the Hobbit is written from Bilbo's perspective. Mm-hmm. It is not like it is. At least in in the grand sch- scheme of things, we are being led to. It's even in the narrative of of the Lord of uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy that like Bilbo wrote a book about this. This is the the Hobbit is the book that you can read about it. <laughs> like, please just keep the focus on Bilbo. That's a very good point. Like, we that's he's the one that needs to be the focus point. Yeah. Like, run all of the exposition through him because he is the one telling this story. That's a great idea. So yeah, I mean, basically, they deal with the they the, they, they have the trolls right. Yeah, they, uh-huh. they they loot the trolls. They get captured by the trolls. Gandalf goes off on his own. We don't know why. It's fine because he's a wizard. He does wizard stuff. They get captured by the trolls. Gandalf shows up, saves them, and Bilbo helps them out. They check out the. They get the stash. They get the. They get the swords. They get Sting and uh, Glamdring or what I believe. Yeah. And then they just kind of make it to Rivendell, and then we see more. You know, we learn more about the elves a little bit there. They get the information about the map. Mm-hmm. There's no council. I mean, maybe if you want, because it's a Lord of the Rings movie, you can have Gandalf and Gladriel 
and Elrond kind of talk a little bit with Soromon, but just a little bit. Uh, point of order. Sure. Oh, no, you're right. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I, for, I, I thought you had something out of order, but... Oh. Never mind. Thanks. It's all right. Rescind, point of order! Rescinded! <laughs> and then... And then they, live, they, they leave Rivendale, and then they're just right to the Goblin Mountain. Done. They, they get caught. They escape. Bilbo has, Bilbo has his epic scene with Golem. Yes. And then there's a huge, awesome escape scene. Cutting the orcs would actually even allow that scene to breathe more. Yep. Because, like, go, like, thinking back, reading the book, like, that's the scene that still sticks with me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of The Hobbit I don't remember. Um, but, like, that in particular, like, really gets you there. Yep. And the movie ends when they get out of the mountain. And Bilbo shows back up. He's got the ring, but he lies to everybody about it. And then they, if, it. if we want to have eagles there, we can have eagles move them a little bit, you know, give them a couple days travel with the eagles so they're closer to the mountain. And then we move on. Second movie. We're done. All right. Second movie. Because, like, the fir- the end of Fellowship, right? Like, they have that um, Boromir, like, turns on everybody. The uruk show up. It's not a huge fight scene. Yeah. But it is a good fight scene. And then the 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 uh, all here everyone the split the hobbits split off and they're like we gotta go. If you like the Lord of the Rings, there is a lot for you and the Hobbit to like. Yeah. Unless you like the Hobbit, then you're not gonna like these. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. All right, we gotta we gotta keep we gotta, moving. yeah keep moving. We gotta keep we gotta keep this podcast flowing. Okay, so the desolation of Smaug is over three hours long. It's too long. Oh it's my god. It's far too long. Oh my god. Yes. Basically, the movie opens up with a flashback to Bree and, like, Thorin meeting Gandalf for the first time and, like, that, how this whole thing started. We don't need it. We don't care. We don't care. We don't care. It's not necessary. Nope. Just It just happened. We don't... We can even... It can be dialogue somewhere along the line. It does not need to be a six-and-a-half-minute movie or six-and-a-minute scene. And then they get chased by orcs again. To that werebear pl- guy who's not in the books. Yeah, pretty, is he in the books? Oh, he's definitely in the books. I didn't remember him. Yeah, I, 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 I remember him, and it's and it is one of my favorite parts of the books. Weirdly, just because I think he's a cool character. As much as it breaks my heart, I think he's got to go. Okay, I did not remember him at all. Oh yeah, he's definitely. He is definitely in the books. Okay, well if we if he's in the books, then let's keep let's keep him in. Because there's a lot of other places we can lose time. Because oh, we gotta okay. cut it, we gotta cut about an hour. But like it's not a three minute chase scene. It's not worrying about this creepy creature who's in the woods that we're you know running. No, no. no you he, show up. You just show up at his house it's, it's, and he's like, Ah, oh, I'm a bear. I'm a bear. Hey Gandalf. Like, like ah Yeah. <laughs> we yes, there's no creepy mystery about what's going on. He just kinda be there. They meet him. Great. And then we move on. There's no going back to Dol Gordorn or whatever the thing. No, there's I, no I, hanging. No, I was reading something else and I was like, I can't remember that that's not his name. Uh, the, the, the bear man from the Hobbit. Like, give me one, give me one sec. Give sure. Me one sec. Yeah, okay. I can't. Okay. Bear man from the Hobbit. Bear man from the Hobbit who shows up at the end. He jumps off Bjorn. an eagle. Bjorn. Bjorn the bear. Yes. Cool. They can hang out with Bjorn for a couple minutes. They maybe get some resupplies, but they have an eight minute scene there that is unnecessary. They can meet up, say hi, get some information about what's ahead, and then move on. He he's the one that warns them about the spiders, and that's yes, because and that's useful information. Yes, because Mirkwood is next, and that's a twenty-minute scene, but it doesn't start until twenty-seven minutes into the movie. That should yeah. be it, the, eagle the, sep- should, the eagle should land. 
like Gandalf should be like, this is the guy we need to talk to. Great. They walk in, they're like, why is there a bear here? Perfect. Like, get if there's a bear. And be like, ah, oh, that's just. That's that. Bjorn. He's cool. It's all fine. Hey, by the way, the Mirkwood Forest, I don't go in anymore, is overrun by spiders. Good luck going through there, but it's the only way forward. Great. Then yeah. you, we're in Mirkwood by under 10 minutes. And then. Yeah. And get then to it, man. Show we gotta, me them spiders. Because that, that scene, all the spider stuff is 20 minutes long. I would argue that for me, uh, my frustration with this, the Mirkwood scene is that it's too, there's too much action. Yep. I, I would actually extend the Mirkwood sequence for the for the sake and oh, for okay. the sake of losing other things. Sure. Simply because like like Bilbo talks to those spiders. They're not just like ravenous monsters. Like they are they are sentient beings. Oh. And like he has a conversation with them to some degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they're obviously not like, but. There's more, we learn more about Bilbo and like the forest because like if him dealing with Gollum is like kind of the beginning of him finding his courage and mm-hmm. finding his ability to like be a true adventurer. Sure. Like Mirkwood is where it like, re- is where like it starts to solidify. Okay. That makes sense. And so like that, those scenes are like really important to me. Sure. Because so then we can extend the Mirkwood forest scene. Have Bilbo talking to the spiders, get them getting out of this situation because we are cutting everything with Legolas and the elves. Oh, they're not here. No. Uh, which as means, much as I loved seeing Legolas, there's no Legolas. Orlando Bloom still looked great as Legolas Dude, in this and movie. And he did some awesome flips and kicks he, and bow stuff. He very much Who did. Who doesn't love some flips and kicks and bow stuff? However, get out of here. You're wasting time. Th- that The next 20... No. So the next couple scenes are in this order. Uh, they get saved by the elves in the Mirkwood Forest, so they go hang out with Legolas and the elves for a while, and they get captured. Right then, then the Killy and the Kate fall in love, or whatever. Bull. They're, they are so expanding characters we don't care about nope. when they could have used Mirkwood to expand all the characters that we already know. Yep. Then there's, there's a barrel fight and chase. Then Gandalf heads, uh, heads to Dol Guard, whatever the heck that place is. Um, the bad place. The bad place. Bad time. And that's like, <laughs> uh, that is another 25 minutes that is just gone because after Mirkwood, the dwarves should just meet up with Bard. Yes. And then we're right to Lake Town. Uh-huh. We're there. We don't have to worry about It's like, we're we go just... there to talk to the elves. We learn about the elves' backstory with the dwarves and all their stuff. Oh, they're not helping. Bye. Bye. We're gone. Yeah. We made, oh boy, we just avoided those. We got through those spiders. I thought we were all going to get eaten. Good job, Bilbo. Come out of the forest. Well, hello there, dwarves. I'm Bard the Bowman. Blah blah yeah. blah blah. Follow me. To, we'll, we'll buy passage to your oh, town. Oh, you don't want to go to the. You don't got to. Don't want to go to the elves at all. No. I mean, that's in the is book. It, is it in the book? Yeah. Okay, maybe we can. But like, there's no Legolas. There's no love no, story. No, 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 no. There's no barrel chase. No, it's they, just yeah. It, they we, can, we go there. We we figure out the backstory. We we realize like where they stand politically, and then we dip. Yes, that's it. We're and we're gone. Then we meet Bard. We're going to Lake Town, and there's no like, you know, there's no elf interrogation of the the orcs. There's the smuggling into Lake Town's only three minutes. I mean, if we've lost a lot of time at this point, maybe we can keep a little bit of that in there. But, like, there's no political intrigue at Lake Town. Yeah. We don't care about the mayor. We don't care about his Alfred, his Weasley friend. I, we really don't. We, we sh- like, actually really don't. It's, you know, I, there are people who be like, well, you know, in the book. I'm like, yeah, but they're, in order to, like, in order to, you have to know when to kill your darlings a little bit. And, like, when you're adapting something, you have to know what you need to stay true to and what you need to just, like, bail on. And that's definitely one of those things. Yeah. So all that, they get to Lake Town. 
they uh, they pro- they try to leave or you know and they like they promise him the riches or whatever like hey we're, we'll help you reset up Dale if you help us get to the mountain. Great. The they're, promise is very important. The promise is super important. And then they're just on their way to the mountain. No one gets left behind. No one's sick from dis- it's no all no. of them go. All of them go. And they go to the mountain. And then all that stuff can basically happen as it kind of, mostly is in the movie. I think the rest of the stuff is pretty much fine. Except, you know, all the Gandalf stuff is is gone. Yes. We don't need Gandalf at Goldorum or wherever. I think Gold the dwarves Dulder. fighting Smog is one of my favorite sequences. Like, Bilbo and Smog into them in the mines trying to, like, run from Smog is... And creating, like, the big gold thing. That whole sequence rules. <laughs> I think it's... That's not something that, like, was, like, a little expanded from the book, but I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's I, pretty good. I thought it was boring. I mean, I think a little running around's fine, but I thought drowning him in gold real quick and then him leaving and then flying off to the town is was boring. Yeah, I thought, I don't know. I thought it was fun. But, so, here's the point. Here's the question, then. Here's the ultimate question about this movie. Where does this movie end? Does um, it end with him? Does, does it end with Smaug headed towards Lake Town? Does it end with them him burning Lake Town? Or does it end with Bard the Bowman killing him? I think if you I, I as much as I truly as much as I truly hate the way the desolation of Smog ends, uh I don't think you have a third movie if you don't end it where they do. Really? There's not enough going on. Like that third movie is two things. It's them it's it's Lake Town getting burned. Smaug dying, and then the that battle, and that's the movie. Smog dies within uh, eleven minutes of the movie start of the next movie starting. There's an level eleven minute scene right after all the credits start. Well, here's the thing: it's I think they've sufficiently long. cut enough out of the the uh, the desolation of Smaug. If we kill Smaug at the end of that movie, and then just start where we just start the five armies. Uh, the, the fallout after Lake Town burning. That's that's then my you, that's my feeling. Then you've pretty much then you've pr- then Battle of Five Armies can pretty much just stay the course. With all, I mean, obviously losing the stuff we've already cut out. Sure, sure, sure. Then then we have like that movie is like an hour and fifty minutes if I'm like doing my mental math right. About right. Well, I mean, because this is my thought about the end of the movie, right? If they trim some of the stuff of running around the mines. And just small guy kind of chases him a little bit, but then leaves to burn Lake Town. Yeah. He burns Lake Town. That's a really cool scene. Bard, you know, shooting the arrow off his son. Really cool. Yeah, it's really good. Kills Smog. Awesome. But then we transfer back over to the mountain and they're like, well, we have our mountain back. And then can, and then maybe Gandalf can show up and just like, or just say something. Somebody can say something about, oh boy, now what? Yeah. I think we might be in a little over in our head because... We're in the pickle now, baby! Yeah. We're in the pickle now! And you maybe can flash around to, like, you know, people finding out that Smaug is dead and, like, realizing that the mountain's available. Yeah. Ooh. Then that's the, that's your next movie. Realizing that, oh, no, they won, but at what cost? Uh-huh. And then we just... Basically, the last movie is taking <clears> out... <throat> I think you'd take out most of the personal fighting going on with, like, you know, the, the, the orcs. Like some the orc stuff was really cool. Like them burrowing, burrowing underground, showing up with yeah. all that stuff. The bats showing up. Like a lot of the battle stuff was cool. If we just kind of focused on that and trimmed a lot of the Thorin going mad 
and all that kind of Thorin stuff. Thorin going mad is kind of important, though. Important, but I think it could be. T- they, they, I think they belabored it a little bit too much. Oh, they talked way too much about it. I'm, I agree that it's a little belabored, but I think it's an it's an important plot piece because you, that's what starts the 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 war. Is sure, that he promised to Bard that they would mm-hmm. he would they would help, and then they don't. Um, but it's just belabored. And then all the personal fighting doesn't like the one-on-one fights with the bad guys at the end doesn't happen. Yeah. They can just fight the you know gen- the orc generals that we meet for the first time in this movie, and they can die heroically, you know, saving certain characters. <laughs> it's so funny in, this how ba- in a giant battle. It's so funny to me how basically fixing these three movies is just cutting out the extraneous stuff that isn't the Hobbit, for the most part. Um, did, now, did, did all even the, though I think they had, they were like, it's going to be so cool. We're going to expand the world. They're going to love it. Mm-hmm. They're going to, we're going to show them different sides of stuff, other stuff going on during the Hobbit that like they wouldn't have thought about. It's going to be awesome. And we're all like, just do the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we need to move on to two movies. Okay. Let's move on. Going. Let's move on to two movies. All right. So basically how well, do, what do we, what do we cut down? I think in the second movie to make it one movie. Between the Battle of Five Armies and the Desolation of Smaug, how do we squish that into one movie? Yeah, where's... Well, first of all, if it's two movies, mm-hmm. where's where's the break? Okay. How? Are, what's the finale of, of movie one? I think it could be... I mean, you gotta, you gotta end on a high point, right? Like, you know, a, a yeah. battle won, but, like, the, the journey's not over yet. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe it's Mirkwood. I think it's I think it's the elves I think it's the elves saving them from the spiders mm-hmm. and us I think a, a a wide shot of Rivendell and like and us seeing the elves for the first time and it's kind of like a return to where we've been because we go there in Lord of the Rings and it's kind of like a you know it's a huge iconic shot they're from not in Rivendell it's not Rivendell it's the forest they're in the forest oh that's right they were the wood elves. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. It is, um, yeah, it's a different. But, it's a different elven city. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's the kind of thing where it's like we meet the elves for the first time and we're like we think everything's okay, mm-hmm. and then in the beginning of the second movie, that's where we realize like ah oh, they they don't they don't really care about us at all. Like we gotta go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I think you cut basically the that would make it the first movie we cut down to roughly about two hours mm-hmm. is now probably a closer to. Two and a half hours, maybe kind of closer to the actual first runtime. Now, if you if you take you rearrange the end of the first movie with um, just some of the dramatic beats. So, like the end of Act Two is Bilbo getting the ring and everyone leaving Goblin Mountain. Yes. that's the end of Act Two. The Eagles, or they they, they run into the Werebear guy, and he's yes. like, hey, "By the way," like, and Bilbo's just fiddling with the ring and figuring stuff out. And Mirkwood's Act Three, yes. of solidifying those some of the attributes we just saw in the, the escape from uh, Goblin Mountain. And I think that maybe trim that down a little bit so it's not too awesome because this, the, the spiders are going to be the awesome part now. Yeah, and that's enough. And here's the thing. If you make this into two movies, I think part of the reason they extended some of these third movies is that they just needed, they wanted more action sequences. And they, they're very good at them, so it's hard to be mad. Sure, yeah. But at the same it's time, like, I think if you have if you have these as your, like as your quote unquote act breaks, like this is enough to get you there in a single film from an action perspective. Sure. Like you're giving me like a chase from the goblin King and you kill, we're killing giant spiders. Sounds great. Yeah. But also I think we're, 
that also gives the first movie a little bit of an evolution of Bilbo. Mm-hmm. In that, like, we get, like, him in the beginning, like, all these frogs are showing my house, like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm so scared. And so I don't want to invent a one adventure. And then Goblin King, it's like him, like, you know, kind of tricking. Tricking Gollum to tricking the Tricking Gollum ring. and realizing, like, oh, maybe I'm better at this than I think I am. And I got then Merkwood, a magic ring, y'all. Merkwood, him straight up outfoxing all of these spiders and realizing, like, oh, like, I th- maybe I can, maybe I. Maybe I can be an adventurer. Maybe I can burgle Smaug. Maybe this will work. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then we set up that, like, that transformed Bilbo. Mm-hmm. Because if he's going to be the main focus of the thing, because it's called, you know, the Hobbit. Yes. Like, singular it, Hobbit. Show, like, having him having that growth yeah. works. I think, yeah, I think that's where you end Because it. then at the end of Act Two in the next movie is Smog dying and realizing that he, Bilbo did help them achieve their goal. Yes. But now what? Now what? what? I've, I've, I'm, could be, I can be an adventurer, but what has that gotten me? Whole, into, into a situation, into a worldwide calamity situation, a political intrigue, and like, oh no, I'm, we just started a war. Yeah. What, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And Act 3 is the Battle of Five Armies. Because you can make that 40 minutes. You can make that make, 40 minutes. Because they did with the, 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 uh, the Siege of Helm's Deep was 40 minutes. Uh-huh. I was like, and it was one awesome. of the greatest things of all, of all time. Yeah. And that was all set up in one movie. Uh-huh. So, like, you can have the Battle of Five Armies set up in all in one I'm movie. I'm also okay with the orcs showing up out of nowhere just because they hear about the dragon. They just, like, heard that the dragon was gone. Oh, sure. Now, like, you don't have to have this whole backstory of the orc with the missing arm. It, they can just be like, oh, gold? Cool. Like, that's enough. Yes, it is. I mean, that's it's, what happens it's in an- the book. It's enough. Um, Yeah. And so both, we have, now we have both, two, we have two movies that are about, you know, Two and a half, two hours and 40 minutes, probably. Even three hours. If you do two movies and make them both three hours, I'm sitting through that much easier. Probably very. Do you know easy. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Because they're getting a lot done. They are. But okay, now here comes the big one, guys. How do we do this in one? The, not the two movie one, that's the optimal. I think that's the best solution for this. Yeah. I think that, and I think that's everyone. everyone that's the sweet I spot. I thought Peter Jackson like wanted two movies and the studio was like, make it three. Maybe. I think, Brian, can you back me up on that one? Is that, I think that's, is that? Right again, Adam. This was supposed to be two movies, or that was the original plan. They turned it into three movies, and they used footage that was meant for movie one and movie two to create movie three. They obviously filmed some extra stuff to fill in the blanks. However, that was the original plan, and they ended up with three movies, and they changed the names of two and three to what we have today. Okay. How do we make this one movie? Now, granted, this can be the Batman length. So, like, we know people will sit through a movie. I would sit through... If I knew it was the entire story of The Hobbit... In one movie. I think you can make it work. You just need to lean into the original text Mm -hmm. and lean into the fact that this is told from 100% Bilbo's perspective. If you lean into the fact that he is your focus, Mm -hmm. camera-wise... And audience-wise, the entire time, this tracks. And I think if you lean into like him, like writing the book mm-hmm. and kind of narr- like the older Bilbo kind of narrating the whole thing, mm-hmm. you can do this in three hours. Oh, because okay, the book's not that long. It's not. It's well, about, about two hundred pages, something like that. It's it's not, it's not that long, and it, you're gonna lose some. Yeah, where do we lose the time here? 
Like, do we like straight up? It's a lot of the action sequences. Okay, sure. That makes that makes perfect sense. And and I know that that that's ne- that would never happen from these produce like this production uh, squad. Well, but like I mean, there are. So, I mean, the Batman, for example, had really good action scenes in it, but they were brief. If you do intense, good action, yeah. like John Wick, like uh, Nobody, like some scenes in the Batman, like yeah. you can get away with short action scenes if they're, not, I wouldn't say hyper-violent, but like, you know, hyper-active. Like things, ha- a lot of stuff happens in a short time, and you can do that in Middle Earth. Yeah. Now, granted, like these people, Bilbo and the dwarves aren't exactly John Wick or Legolas style fighters, but like you can have cool, fun action that happens quickly. Like the escape from Goblin Mountain can take a couple, you know, can take about five minutes with Gandalf doing some rad, cool stuff. And, you know, some of the, you know, Thor and and the guys like doing some really cool things. Yeah. I think. um... But what? So, like, let's go through the the act breaks. How about that? That, Yes. That's. let's, let's Let's do the act breaks of this. So the end of Act One it should probably still be Frodo leaving, right? Uh, it should be like end of Act One. No, I think the end of I think um, I think the end of Act One is the trolls. Okay. I think okay. The end of Act That's one like is, the first time like Bilbo really faces actual danger. Actual danger, and is like, what's what's happening? I'm not. I'm like, not in the shower anymore. I'm not. I'm, I was walking around with some dwarves. Everything was Gandalf was here. Everything was fine. And all of a sudden, this is the first like. This got. Oh hairy. no! We all like they almost died. We yeah. all almost died. Oh god. Um, I think at the end of the at the end of the troll like all that troll fight and like mm-hmm. Gandalf, uh, you know, uh, breaks the stone mm-hmm. and the sunlight comes through and mm-hmm. kills the trolls. I think like, uh, maybe uh, f- maybe oh, I keep wanting to say Frodo. Maybe Bilbo is like, uh being held up by one of them and like slips off and like bumps his head. They wake up in Rivendale. Like they wake up with the elves. Perfect. Like done. Yeah. And it's Gandalf there being like, Hey, you took a little bit of a tumble. Like we found some treasure. Like here's this here's sword, sting. Here's yeah. sting. Great. Moving on. Or I mean, or if you really wanted to, you can do that cool 30 second giant drone sweeping. We're walking through a Newfoundland or a New Zealand shot of them. Like going from point A to point B. Yeah. 30 seconds. That's all we need. Yeah. We're trolls done, got swords, Rivendale. Like, yeah. boom, we're in there. We get the information. Here, you check out the the map at the, you know, a certain time under moonlight. Great. Bibble is going to be able to figure that out when we get there. Great. Moving on. But I, I think in order to make it fit in one movie, you kind of have to cut some stuff. Yeah. Um, I know it would never be possible. Part of me wants to cut Rivendale and just go from the trolls straight into Goblin King and keep moving. Um, I know that's not possible. Um, but I like, uh, I like the idea of, uh, the second act break, Mm -hmm. uh, being, uh, the Eagles grabbing them from Goblin Mountain. Okay. And then we go straight to Lake Town. We just bypass Markwood. Yeah, and Lake Town is like is kind of an afterthought. We meet Bard. Bard's interesting. Great. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're really cool. What's your deal? Here's my deal. Awesome. Oh, cool. You like bows? Sweet. And oh, then cool. We, Can you guys get us to the mountain? We'll give you some treasure. To, we're straight to smog, and uh, so the middle point of Act Two is them getting to Lake Town. The back half of Act Two is all smog. Yeah. Until Smaug dies, and Act Three is still the is still the Battle of Five Armies. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess you'd have to do it that way. 
I don't think it's that elegant. And when we were back, when we were going to do just like pitch for pitch, sure. uh, fixing this, mine was like, oh, I'll do it in one movie. And the more that I've been thinking about it, the, I don't think it's possible. But I think, but I think if we've learned anything from this is that two movies is like perfect. Two movies is perfect. Cause then, cause two movies, you can get everything. One movie. I think yeah. you're going to have to lose one of the major story beats from the book. I yes. think it's probably going to be Mirkwood. That's such an important scene, though. So, I mean, well, maybe they maybe well, the, the uh, them going into Goblin Mountain is important because that's where Bilbo gets the ring. Oh, yes. But uh, maybe, maybe you're right. Markwood's, but it's so iconic. And it's it like, is. It's where kind of Bilbo starts to come into his own. Yeah, I think if we've learned anything from trying to do this together, that I don't think one movie works. Well, maybe maybe they escape the Goblin Mountain in slightly more. They, their diplomacy checks, they get higher roles. So it's not quite as adventurous and Gandalf's there so like he can kind of smooth things over and like wizard their way out of there quickly. Or they just run from the Goblin King right into Mirkwood. Yeah. And Bil- while Bilbo is talking. And that's why the goblins back off because they're going into like spider territory. Sounds good. Yeah. You know, all that, that, that gang warfare from the goblins yeah. and the spiders. They got... Well, how do you... How do you what, what, what's the sound of eight... Eight, eight, <laughs> eight arms. Eight snapping? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it would be six because like a couple got to hold on to us. Well, they got their little, they got their Good mandibles. The they can okay. click those too, you know. So terrifying. Okay, I think I think we've sufficiently like I... figured out what makes what's what doesn't work about these movies. I wouldn't say we necessarily fix them per se. Oh, I think we fixed them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I and I think I think everyone involved with these movies knew exactly how to fix them as well. They just they I were think, following I, orders. They, I think they were following orders. It feels like they were following orders. Yeah. But, and also to lead this into, not to belabor this episode too much, but this but to lead into the Rings of Power that comes out in a couple days. Oh, yes. They're also in an interesting position. Even though their, their story takes place thousands of years before the Lord of the Rings, they are still beholden to so much of the stuff Peter Jackson and yes. Weta did for this franchise. 100%. They have to stick to... Basically, how things the, the way the, the the show looks the the, the just they got to keep the aesthetic of Lord of the Rings. That's why people are showing up. Do you think it's interesting that we haven't gotten a Harry Potter show announced in any way? Yes, but at the same time, no, because the the, the they were still trying to make the Fantastic Beast movies work. That's true, but also the company in charge of that uh, doesn't really know how to do business. So yeah, I mean that's fair. They're not good at content. So uh, even though everyone in their in the grandmother would love a Harry Potter universe show, they just can't seem to get, get out of together. their own way. Sorry, so. I didn't mean to like. Um, but I mean, but it's true. That's another. That is another universe. That has could is be well rich, established, re- well established, rich in content, from rich the art from like the art direction mm-hmm. perspective, from the like that would be from, with be beholden to stuff that came before, but also ripe for yeah. like there's more stories here. There are more stories that we know about in Lord of the Rings that could be fun. I don't know what the Rings of Power is going to be about. No we, clue. We saw the trailer today. We did today. We taped the trailer blues, so we know that Galadriel is one of the main characters in it, which is awesome. Because we don't know anything about her, but we don't know the story of the Rings of Power, except the, like, the major overarching, like, you know, the, the men got seven or nine or whatever, and the dwarves got seven, and the elves got three. But, like, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, and, like, where the fighting fights and stuff are going to happen. But, like, the show is going to be beholden to what came before it when it comes yep. to the movies, so it's going to be interesting to see how they thread that needle of, hey, here's a new story, it takes place in the past, but also, like, 
it's still the Middle Earth. It's still the, the place you like. Yeah. The, with the music and the, oh, the feelings. Absolutely. So, like, we will see. We shall see. Will we have to fix Lord, uh, the Rings of Power at some point in the future? Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. But that's, don't for, know. that's for a very long time from now. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys to the moon. Um, if you are listening to this on any of the audio podcatchers from uh, Apple Podcasts to Spotify, if you wouldn't mind uh, taking a quick second and leaving us five stars, maybe writing a review if you'd like, uh, that, that actually goes a long way to being a huge help to us. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, if you wouldn't mind liking, subscribing, hitting that bell, and doing that YouTube that you do so well. Uh, we We actually have a lot of fun doing this show. Uh, and we really appreciate you guys fo- uh, following along. Uh, we'll be next week. Uh, we will be one of our first of uh, our first backlog episode. Oh yeah, it is. Yes, yeah, we're we taking a break because you're going to. Brian. I'm, I'm going to a wedding. Oh, Brian's yep. doing a thing. Yep. There's it's it's Labor Day I, weekend, and I can't maybe. do this one on my own. And it's so. one of my it's one of our probably our best backlog. Well, I don't know if it's our best. It was one of the best. There's yeah. a lot of good ones. But also, uh, like after this episode, we're back to doing basically movies for the next month or so, next couple months. So like, no more big you know season of this yeah, and I, giant trilogy of that. This was a little. Yeah. This was a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> back to one singular two hour movie fix. Ah, that's much easier to do. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be fixing uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we can't wait for you guys to see that episode. It's gonna be great. Things uh, are gonna look a little different too because that we had a whole different. It was a then. totally different thing. <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you guys for taking part of the show. And as we say at the end of every episode, mm-hmm. heartbreak somehow feels good in a place like this. Our heroes feel like the best part of us because here, Jay. They are. I had to look it up. <laughs> Cheater! No! Cheater! I just wanted to make sure it was right! <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye! Bye. Look, at that, look at that frame. Look at that frame. It's right, on, right on the side of it. All of them. Right in. Nice. Yeah, it's good. It's look good. Yeah, it's almost, really good. What are we, almost professional. Almost professional. Almost professional podcasters. I mean, straight up. Tell me. Do you really want to love me forever? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. All right.